Welcome to the original Vegan Business Talk with myself, Shane Jeremy James, where I discuss life-changing business advice with vegan companies who are making a true difference in the world. Hey everybody, welcome back to the next episode. And today is John Merlino, and he is the founder of Soul Solutions. Welcome, John. Thanks. Nice to be here. Great, great to have you. So tell us a little bit about your little clip notes, your backstory, and then how do you, did you get into do what you're doing today? Yeah, that's uh, kind of an odd story, but um, I graduated in 83 from the Culinary Academy in San Francisco and, you know, went after, uh, uh, you know, a job in the industry, in the food service industry, which I love and have been in it my whole life. And, you know, fast forward to the late eighties, um, you know, I ended up, uh, getting into the corporate industry and that led to a lot of other opportunities. And then I was doing some consulting for a guy and, um, the customers coming into the restaurant kept asking for, uh, you know, a non-meat solution. And mm -hmm. so I developed patty just, out of the ingredients we had, which at the time was kind of more vegetarian than vegan. And there was no science involved in it because I'm a chef. I'm not a food technologist or a scientist. And uh, I had a couple friends come in and try it and just flipped over the thing. And, you know, the one guy told me, he's like, man, this just feeds my soul. And I was like, <laughs> wow, right on, man. So I kind of kept it in my back pocket, you know, as a, as a developmental item. And, um, and being in the corporate industry my whole, pretty much my whole career after, you know, the 80s, um, you know, I've always been into developing recipes and menu items and developing concepts and things of that nature. So uh, I had an opportunity to, uh, with the help of a friend, to develop a, basically a vegan company or vegetarian company at the time and right. start to produce this product and you know, we learned from the ground up. I'd never done it. We bought a machine and uh, found a manufacturer that would do the product for us. And I went in and trained them on how to do the machine and how to do the product. And we started selling it. And uh, at the time, you know, vegetarianism, veganism was more of a, was kind of more of a blow by, you know, in the restaurant industry. It's like, right. well, we have to have something. Doesn't necessarily have to be <laughs> special. We just got to make sure there's no meat. Um, so it was a tough sell, but, you know, we managed to get the product off the ground. We started the company. It was actually originally called, um, uh, foundation soul to soul. And the whole idea of it was to be able to give back to our community through the sales of the product. And, uh, um, after a couple of years of just grinding away at it and really not making any money, we decided to shut it down because we were only an LLC at the time. Right. And, um, and then after shutting it down, you know, I went back to work in the industry and in operations as a corporate chef and, uh, and then had an opportunity in early 2016, an old friend of mine called and said, Hey, are you still making the soul patty? And I said, well, I'm not, but I can. And at the time I told him, I said, but if I do it, it's going to be in a dry format. I'm not going to do it as a finished product because of, the manufacturing was just so much trouble and frozen right. product. And so that's when we launched uh, Soul Solutions. And with the help of a very dear friend of mine who's now passed away, um, 
I had some seed money from him and he believed in the product and uh, and that's when we got the the company back up and running again but I owned at that point you know 85% of it and they were basically a silent investor and um, we went to work on this product and uh, I managed to get it into um, a very popular burger chain down here in California or actually in Austin in California and Tennessee and stuff is called Hop Dotty Burgers and uh, or Hop Dotty Burger Bars. And they started running the product um, nonstop and it was it was going crazy. And uh, then we had the, the COVID crisis and um, everything kind of stopped at that point because Opdotty was very labor intensive. Uh, they had a lot of prep. They were doing everything in house from making their burger buns to grinding their own meat to, you know, making their dressings and sauces and chopping their lettuces. And it was just a nightmare. So they had called me and said, Hey, you know, we're not going to be able to use this product anymore, but we like the product. Can you do anything for us? And that's when I told them, sure. I said, let's, let's pivot. Let's go ahead and make a finished product. So I went back to the drawing board and found a, a, a machine, which is actually a funny story. Um, and I found a manufacturer here in Irvine who I still use today. Right. And we've been servicing Hopdotty since 2016 um, mm. with, with our product. And uh, we've never missed a beat. So the finished product now has launched Soul Solutions Um on a on, on a national scale now with with some really good name companies and we're we're not a big company we're still a very small company but we're a very diverse company and we can we can move pretty quick and right we're finally starting to see some light at the end of the tunnel after you know a good five years of right. doing this. Yeah. I think we're finally now being seen as these guys are for real you know there's they've been around, they've managed to get through the hard times and their product is purely vegan, veg, it's vegan, gluten-free, soy-free. And it really is a vegan product for a vegan. It's not a wannabe meat product um, and it's not a science project. So we are, um, you know, since the, uh, since the onslaught of Impossible and Beyond and these bigger companies that have put millions and millions of dollars into development and marketing, you know, which I applaud, you know, because right. uh, without them, I don't think the recognition would be there for what is available to the, the basic um, eaters out there that don't want to eat meat. You know, they might not right. even be or vegetarian but they just don't want to eat meat at that point they need something good yeah but i do i am seeing a lot we've picked up a lot of clients that are just like look we just our customers do not want to eat meat and if it looks tastes smells and feels like meat they don't want it so we've moved some companies over uh from them um but again like i said you know their boats have raised the tide so high that we're starting to, you know, get some of the residual from that. And I feel like right. 2023 is going to be a good year for us, which I haven't been able to say for some time, you know. Right. I mean, just with everything going on with the political yeah. spectrum, the economical spectrum and, you know, the global spectrum of things that are going on in our lives today that we never saw 10 years ago, you know. Um, 
either we didn't see it or we just didn't pay attention to it, but it's here. We feel it every day. And, uh, I think 2023 is going to be Soul Solutions year. I really do. Yeah, that's amazing. That's so good to hear. I love when see, you know, businesses start to, you know, make it. And I think we've all been there. You know, I've been, you know, entrepreneur since I've been, you know, 23, 24 years old and, and uh, you know, built lots of different things and had your ups and downs. And, and uh, but I mean, it's, it's, you know, when you think about it too, it's, you know, you're five years back in and that's still such a young company, you know, oh, yeah. going again. So, you know, so if you, if you can hit some nice traction five years later, you're well, you know, you're, you're ahead of a lot of people <laughs> to tell you the yeah. truth on that. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, it really is, uh, you know, I think it's a testament to persistence, number one, but number two, um, to staying focused on a product, you know, a specific right. product, um, and not getting too far out of our scope of expertise. Um, even though now we have, delved into the analog meat products you know i have a i've got several products now we've got the chorizo the uh we call it the soul uh the soul mexican chorizo we've got the soul italiano sausage we've got the bolognese a marinara and also a um, a chicken and what we call a picadillo which is a, a latin style uh olive tomato potato um ground product and you know Again, like I say, I don't always tell clients this when they ask me, you know, um, they're like, oh, is it like impossible? And I'm like, in a sense, yes, you know, it's it's like a meat product, but um, and no bad on them. You know, we just don't put a bunch of science into it. Yeah, Um, we're more culinary driven. So our products taste super clean. They look clean and they read very clean. So, um, uh, you know, we're we're proud of that. And. I, I think we're starting to see, I mean, I'll tell you, we were just at the food show in, in Las Vegas um, last month. And I can't tell you how many people came up to our booth and tried our chorizo sausage in Italian and said, this is like, I can't even tell that it's not really? a real deal. So right. it's a good testament to, to hard work. You know, we're yeah. we put a lot into it and, and I hope we start to see the benefits. So, yeah. That's amazing. So what do you think is your, your biggest challenge right now? Um, if I had to say, if I had to put it into a, you know, prioritized list, I would say the industry in whole is kind of on a bit of a lull or on a, on a bit of a, a stopping point there. Everybody's trying to get back to, you know, a profitable, and sustainable operation right and you know everybody was just decimated especially the food industry during covid so you know there was a lot of time we spent we spent almost two years just waiting for people to say you know hey we'd like to look at your product you know yeah emails or samples it was like wow they're really good but we're just not looking right now you know so i would have to say it's it's we're waiting for people to come out of their cocoons, you know, and start to do development again. And right. that's what we're starting to see. Pricing isn't such a major problem. And again, I, I, I go back to what I said about the impossibles and beyonds. They've, they've elevated this, you know, almost like a tiger woods, you know, they've taken this, yeah. this format and said, this is really something special guys. And you're going to yeah. pay for it. Um, granted, I, I, I think maybe they were a little bit, up here versus where it should have been. But, um, 
but they've got us to a point where, you know, we can charge, you know, five or six dollars a pound for something and people look at it like, okay, cool. You know, so there's money to be yeah. made out there. There's good value in the product. Um, I think those are the two biggest challenges right now is, is, you know, awaiting the wake up for development again and to, to begin to look at these products as, as a core menu item. And right. then, you know, secondly is uh, selling people on something that they, they don't necessarily need, but when they start to use it and they realize the diversity of the product and how it can intermingle with their current SKU list and their current menu items, they start to look at it like, wow, there's some value in this because now I've captured, you know, a 10% customer base that would have normally turned around and walked away, you know, or right. maybe not ordered anything at all. Now yeah. they have options. So, you know, we're seeing that with Polly's pies, you know, we're going to be picking up Polly's pies here real soon. And they're, they're a, um, I don't know what you call it. I mean, they've been in California their whole life since the, since the forties. Um, right. it's a staple here in California, Polly's pies. <laughs> And they right. absolutely fell in love with the chorizo and the soul patty, the Southwest soul patty. So they're going to start in April and the menu items. And even the, even the, the line cooks and stuff, you know, are like, dude, this is amazing. This stuff is so amazing. good. That's amazing. Do you find um, getting, you know, like, you know, picking up a few of these, you know, bigger accounts and stuff like that? Are you having to bang on a lot of doors? And and, and is, it a, is it a real uh, pick up the phone, consistently call, consistently try and get the meeting? Hey, can you check this out? Like, is it is it is that what you're doing? There's a lot of that. Um, and it's a that's a really good question, because I'm um, I'm not a salesman, you know, right. I'm. I'm pure operations. I'm terrible at politics. I say it like <laughs> I do it. And yeah. a lot of the times that gets me in the door or out the door. I'm not sure right. which one is right. more profitable for me, but it's, yeah, it's a tough, it's a tough nut because especially as a, you know, I, I do everything, you know, I built my website, I make my point of sale material. I do printing. I, I mean, I do it all. I don't have a big infrastructure of people. I mean, about as far as I go is, I've got a bookkeeper that I pay a hundred dollars a month to go through my QuickBooks to make sure I'm not going to get audited, you know? So right. there's um, that's about as far as my, my infrastructure goes, but it's tough because I'm not a broker. I don't have a history of dealing with all these buyers and these other right. brokers. You know? So yeah, in, in respect to that, it's very difficult. Um, but what I, what I look at is because my, because my footprint is so small, you know, I don't need millions and millions of dollars to survive. You know, yeah. I need, yeah. I need to sell four to six pallets a month of product and I can actually draw a salary, you know, right. and, yeah. survive. and I'm not looking just to survive, obviously, but I see the bigger picture, which is yeah. build this company up to five, $6 million a year. And then maybe somebody will come along and say, Hey, you could be our CEO for a year, work two days a week, be on the board, right, yeah. and we'll buy the company from you. And I'd be yeah. like, thank you, bye. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's, um, you know, in that respect, it's, uh, it, it's difficult to get in the door because I don't have a name. I've been in the industry 45 years and I know a lot of people, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get a sale, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 
but I'm starting yeah. now, like in regards to that, I'm starting to see more doors opening um, with, with more perspective, big clients because right. they're hearing yeah, you're about getting it. A bit more, you're getting a bit more leverage now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, and, and, you know, we, I'm very consistent with my pricing. You know, somebody asked me the other day when I was working on this one client that we're picking up here and they've, they've actually just placed an order, but um, they said, Hey, is this your best pricing? And I said, here's my books, man. Merry Christmas. You know, I said, I'll tell you exactly what I'm taking per case and I'll show you my other clients. I said, you're getting the best price you're going to get. I said, I'll make you a deal. You buy more product. I'll give you a better price because I'll be able to buy my raw material at a better price. But until we get this level of buying up, this is my price on my raw material. Yeah. I don't know what else to say. And they look at me like, wow. Okay, <laughs> great, man. When do I place my orders? Right. So yeah, it's, it's helpful to be transparent and, uh, and to offer that kind of stuff up. Now, obviously, you know, I, I'm very, uh, you know, I'm very kind of protective of what I've got and what I have, but at right. the same time, I feel like as a partner, if you're going to buy from me and you're yeah. going to help me survive, I want to be honest with you and say, look, this is, this is the best we're going to do right now until yeah. you can help me grow. You'll, you'll reap those benefits too. So, yeah, I, I mean, I like that. I think that, you know, that's how you, you know, I think that's how small companies have a chance to win over bigger companies. Business is, that transparency and is that relationship because a lot of the bigger companies can't do that. And so, you know, even one of one side of our business, you know, we still do, you know, digital marketing for certain, certain companies and stuff like that. And, and I don't do it as much anymore. Um, but we still do a lot. And, and a lot of people come and try and want to give me their business because um, I'm like, I look at a lot of times when they're doing, you're dealing with other companies in that space. And I'm like, yeah, those people are taking 50% margin on yeah. you. So I just come in and I take 15% margin. So I we can execute a hundred times bigger and faster for them. So like this is a good spend. So yeah. you know, so they, you know, they like that. It would be easy for me to get 200 accounts, you know, and even mm -hmm. on that, it would be very simple, right? Because here's the yeah. like here's the margin, here's the, they know, right? They're like, oh shit, yeah. like that person's been taking 60% margin on me. I didn't understand that, you know. Right? Well, and and you know. To that point, it, you know, the, the benefit that I think I've had over, not over a lot of people, but some people who just get in the business and have money and want to start something, you know, what they don't have is they don't have the, um, the opposite side of the coin, which is I've worked in the industry as a buyer and as an operations guy. So I've seen when a company comes in and says, here, here's my product and, you know, here's my best price. And I'm like, Okay, well, to be honest with you, you know, the product we're using right now is 15 cents less a pound. Well, yeah. let me go back to the numbers and let me see if I can. Okay, yeah, we'll do 15 cents a pound less. And I'm like, well, yeah, but you know what? We're just going to stay with our current company because it's easier. Well, I mean, what's it going to take? And that's yeah. where I start to look at it like, okay, you're a crook because, yeah. you know, if you've got all this margin to deal with, Yep. Why not give me the best price and get my business? Totally. But that happens, and that's what we don't want to do. I don't want to have to go back to a client and say, you know, okay, I'll give you another 15 cents a pound off. And they're like, yeah. well, why the hell didn't you do that when I talked to you the first time? You know, 
So I don't want to be caught in that type of a situation. So I'm like, look, if you got to go somewhere else to get a better price, this is the best I can do right now. And I'm telling yeah. you the truth. And that's, it's so much easier to do business that way. It is. And I think it's such a, a missing part of business. And, and like I said, when you do business like that, it, it, it is easier, you know, to win a lot of business. Even when we're sell our business training courses and stuff like that, you know, uh, you know, most people just take off, uh, you know, off, so much off the top end of that because it's like a lot of markup on it, but we put so much back into our customer experience. So they're like, you know, getting all this stuff from us and all this other stuff. And they're like, wow, like this is different. You know, this is like, wow, this is pretty cool. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, so we're not taking near as much margin on the top, but giving back into the customer experience and stuff. And then of course they're happy. And if they get the results, they do, then they give referrals. And then it yeah. actually, actually makes more money for us in the end. Cause I don't have marketing cost. Right? Yeah. So, <laughs> so, right? I think they call that word. Yeah, right. Hey. Yeah. I know it's a hard one for business people to figure this one out, to tell you the truth. <laughs> so being greedy, you know, it's like, that's what I always True. call it. It's pure greed. It's like, you know, you learn this early on in the restaurant industry with menu development and with, with costing out menus and stuff. And you get these owners that are like, well, why are you only charging $23 for an eight ounce filet? And it's like, well, our food cost on it is only 21%. Well, yeah, but the threshold on that right now is like, $30. I've been to places where they charge $30 and it's like, you don't get it. You yeah. raise the price to 30, you sell one third as many. It's like, yeah, keep the price at 20, sell 50 a day and make as much money. And you've got a good reputation. And if you have to raise the price later, you've got some marginal room to do it without yeah. pissing people off. Yeah, totally. You know, I agree. To go that way. I, but it's, <laughs> trust me, it's, with owners and operators, especially people who have their, their life savings invested in something, it's hard. Yeah. It's like you're talking to a deaf wall. So it's true, you know, and I think too, it's a it's just the lack of two of understanding how to operate a business, you know, at that level and understanding yeah. like little things like, oh, if I do it this way, it actually cuts down on my marketing expense here. So it actually works out. And then I probably get referrals here. Like it's just not understanding how to put it all together. Yeah. Uh, the lack of that understanding how to do that. What do you think about like the companies, you know, we were, you were just talking about like impossible and beyond that. What do you think about, uh, you know, their stock prices sliding so much and you see Bloomberg and all these magazines coming out with these big articles, bashing them now and all this stuff. What do you feel about all that right now? You know, I, I attribute that a little bit to, you know, the rise and fall of greatness. You know, you see people all the time that, become very popular, you know, and they have a, they have a, a gimmick or they've got a song or they've got a product Yeah, and people fall in love with it. And suddenly they're the most popular people, but as soon as they become elevated and they rise to that level, people start to attack them. You know, it's like, Oh, well now he's successful and he's wearing fancy clothes and driving fancy cars. And it's like, what a loser, you know, that sucks. And then they go after it, you know? Um, but you know, with impossible and beyond, those are those are two specific, you know, types of products that personally for me, you know, without saying anything bad, I, I just think they grew so fast and so furious and they were they were after the money. Yeah. Um, and I think what's happening now is is people are waking up to, oh, have you turned the package over and looked at the back of it? You know, right. because it's 
really yeah. not good for you. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Whether it is or not, um, I fully believe in everything in moderation. Just, you know. Yeah, I'm with like, you too on that. Yeah, because it's the old Twinkie, you know, analogy. You know, you can eat a Twinkie a day, just don't eat 12 a day. You know, yeah, yeah. And it won't kill anybody. So there's there's this feeling for me that they put themselves in a situation by by obtaining all of this capital marketing money from these from these stars and and then going public for the cost of what i mean now you know and and look you you can't say anything bad if they if they survive great if they don't who cares right because the people at the top who started it did exactly what they wanted to do they created a company they built the value they sold it now they walk away and they do something else you know they go yeah. they go ski in chamonix for a year they don't care yeah, yeah. so i uh I've never been that way. I mean, I've never looked at my life and said, you know, oh God, I just need to like get all this money. You know, it's like, yeah, I enjoy life. I enjoy being home. I enjoy being with my family and I enjoy yeah. making things with my hands. That's important to me. Um, should the day come where Soul Solutions goes public one day? Who knows? I doubt it. But I would probably sell it before I did that, you know, because right. I could walk away with a couple million dollars and be completely happy retiring yeah. with meager yeah. means that I have now. I'm okay. Right, yeah. It's yeah. just a mental thing. I, I think some people are just wired differently and they think value comes from the success of money and things and status versus can I take care of my family, my immediate family and my friends and be with them and have a good time and not have to worry constantly because let's face it, the more you make, the more you got to worry. You know, yeah. there's always somebody yeah. trying to get, there's always somebody trying to rip you off. You know, it's like, just give me my money and leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, it's, it, it's all, you know, everyone strives for, you know, happiness. I'm, I'm pretty heavily trained in brainwaves and stuff like that. And I have trainings on it. And, and a lot of the business people went through it and said, you know, because my staff all says to me, like, he does, Shane does not get stressed out. He doesn't get anxiety. Like, he's truly that guy. Like, it's true. Right. Like at first you might think, how can a person get to this level? Like it can't be real. But they're like, when you get around, he truly doesn't like he could lose everything tomorrow. He doesn't give a shit. Like he's yeah. just not attached to it at all. Right. Yeah. You know, and, you know, and, and I've just always just loved just being entrepreneur and doing what I want to do, whether I'm making two thousand dollars a month or one hundred thousand dollars a month didn't matter to me, you know, so. I mean, I, I guess I, I just look, I've just been blessed to find that happiness a long time. And if it didn't make me happy, I wouldn't be doing it. You know, I'd be going to do something else like period. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so simple as that. So, um, so are you just, are you, are you B to just B to B then, or are you B to C too? Um, we do mostly, um, I would say probably a hundred percent of our business right now is, is business to business. We are right we are bound to the food industry and um, uh, all of our product is focused through the operator via their distribution. So, you know, it's, it's a simple format. Um, I, I do not want to get into retail. Um, yeah. It's not something that I feel like is worth the money. Um, if I got into retail, it would have to be on my 
my uh, level, it would have to be like we tried to get into Gelson's at one point and uh, they loved our products. And we told them, you know, we don't want to be on the shelf. I want to be behind your glass in the deli. You know, that would be where I go. I don't right. you know, market, you know, behind the glass. I would be in a Whole Foods behind the glass. Right. Know, I don't care. I don't want my product in a package that sits on a shelf. Because in my opinion, when you look at a package on a shelf, the first thing you think about is preservatives, shelf life. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's not yeah. fresh, manufactured. Yeah. 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 You know right away it's not going to be the cleanest. Right. right. Is- yeah. <laughs> There's going to be some manipulation done there to make it work. Um, yeah. And it's very volatile. And, you know, the money involved to get slotting fees and all this, it's just a, it's such a crook uh, or, yeah, or a crop, is. you know, crap that, you go through to get in there and I'm just, I'm not, I don't want no part of it. <laughs> I like selling a case of product. Here's your case yeah. and patties and I get $101 back. You know, it's like, yeah. Yeah. But it's true. I mean, it's good that, you know, most people, I think watching this don't understand that sometimes people want to be everywhere and they don't understand and start to break things down and, you know, don't even understand how hard is it to get in there and then how much money you need to get in there and then does it even work after you get the big order you know i got friends that are in walmart and they got a lot of shit in there but they're not profitable you're still struggling so so yeah so i mean it look it looks good you know you walk into the walmart and all your shit's there but if you're not putting you know any money in your bank account it's not fun to go home and look at the bank account right (laughs) not to mention you know they they want a pound of flesh i mean you know they'll give you the business but they'll tell you you know, you're ours. You will yeah. do what we say. And that's everything from marketing to slotting to put things on the shelf to turning the bags around and making sure your displays are correct. I mean, who needs it? Jeez. I don't get it. Yeah. I don't understand that kind of mentality. Oh, I, I think that, that that business, that like that side of the business on the CBG and then, you know, what you, you know, from, from starting a restaurant, the restaurant, I mean, th- those, those to me are two of the hardest businesses. You yeah. could get into besides a two-way marketplace. A two-way marketplace is a freaking hard business to build because yeah. you got to try and build both sides and bring them together. So that would probably be my number one, the hardest. Those number two are the next ones for me, right? Yeah. So yeah. You, uh, not, not for me. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I help a lot of businesses. There's a lot of businesses that I do help on that back end. So I get to see their books and help them structure their cultures better and, you know, run customer experience better and, and, you know, and stuff like that. So, you know, definitely help some of them tighten up and and start to get there better, you know, just because they're better at running the business now. Right. right? So I think so many people come in and, and, and uh, they always just think because they got a good product or service that people are going to buy and don't understand that business is a super high level skill set. Yeah. It really is. And it starts with the owner. It starts with, you know, I've always been a big proponent of owner operator type businesses. Um, You know, I, I, it's just plain as day to me. You know, if you walk into a business that is not owner operator, you just never know what you're going to get, you know, because you're leaving it up to the, you know, to the constituency to run the business versus, you know, I'm the owner, I've got a vested interest in this product and I'm going to make sure you get the best you can, you know, and, I mean, I've literally got to the point I've had people tell me, you know, you should open a restaurant again. And I'm like, nah. Said if I do, there's gonna be there's gonna be two variables. One is I don't want to have to deal with customers and yeah. I don't want to have to deal with employees, you know? Yeah. And then I'll open yeah. a restaurant. So yeah. it's just 
gotten to the point where it's so difficult, uh, you know, and especially now with food prices. I mean, oh my God. Yeah, that's the other, you know, that's the other thing with that business, you know, um, that's the other thing why I put it high on my hardest business to build because margins are so low as it is, let alone like just a couple points changes that overnight when your margins are so low. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. man, and everyone, it's crazy to me too, because everyone wants to start a restaurant, which is not, which yes. is always not. To me right <laughs> like, it really is the best job ever i mean it's you know you're you're constantly like people are on vacation you know when they come into a restaurant they're on vacation they want to eat they want to relax they want to be happy you know and if that doesn't happen they get like angry tigers you know and they get right you know combative and pissed <laughs> off you know, right. you know it can turn on you so quickly but it's but it really like when i had my restaurant it was, i used to tell my wife all the time i'm like it's like the party comes to me every day, you know, yeah, and yeah. you know what the old saying is, you know, be careful what you wish for, because, you know, you'll walk in one day, you know, after doing it for three years and you're like, I just, I just don't want to talk to anybody. I'm just in yeah. a bad mood today. I'm sick. I feel like shit. And guess what? Then your customer comes in. Hey, Johnny, what's up? Hey, I want that sandwich. And you're like, just shut up. Just shut yeah, up. Right. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's yeah, so hard sure, to yeah. go on constantly. You know, and yeah, that's what yeah. happens with things. So. Yeah, you do. I mean, it's just uh, that's the hardest thing I think about business owners is you do have to be on constantly, and nobody expects you to uh, not be on. You know, and I noticed like with me, with my staff, and 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 you know, me leading in different areas. You know, people have said it to me in my inner circle lots, including family. It's like you always have to be on. People are looking for you to teach them, motivate them, do this, do that, right? And it's like, you know, as soon as they feel your energy drop, they all of a sudden everyone else drops around you, yep. you know? So, you know, I just, yeah, I know when to step up, you know, take my time to myself, you know what I mean? Not say no to everything, you know, who yep. cares, right? I, I know, you know, I know where, where my limits are and stuff like that, which is, I think, important for everybody, you know, you can't, you've got to be able to take care of your self-care or you're not going to be able to take care of anything else. Yeah, so, important. so important. It, it really, yeah, it, you know, it really is. I mean, when we used to be in the gym business, you know, everyone always thought that was such a fun business too, right? And it looked good because they all come and all the women are happy. I had, had women's gyms and they're all happy and stuff like that. But, you know, it's, it's, uh, they don't see the part where, uh, you know, you, number one, if you let go of a staff, their dad walks in because they're younger. Why'd you fire my daughter? You know what I mean? Freaking out. Well, she was a shitty worker. You know what yeah. I mean? It's not hard to figure out. Or, or the typical gym business I always laugh at, you know, you know, the number one thing is lady walks in, her husband walks in, you've been taken out of my bank account for yeah. six months. Well, you didn't check your damn bank account. You signed a contract. <laughs> right? I'm not playing. I always well, laugh recurring payments, dumbass. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Like, you signed it. Right. Well, I didn't, oh, I didn't see it. Well, you don't look at your bank account. Yeah, you know, not like it's in the fine print either. That was yeah, the, totally, the right? that, was all, that was always the number one thing we so and people probably listening to this are like, oh shit, I was there. I called the gym one time and did that. Right. Uh, awesome. So this has been good. So do you have um websites, LinkedIn, uh anything where people can find you at? Yeah, we uh our website is uh thesoulpatty.com and okay. all the information's right there. And it's spelled S-O-U-L, not S-O-L-E. Perfect. 
Awesome. Biggest mistake, but uh, but yeah, all the information's on there. We're you know we're uh, uh, we're excited about 2023, and I'm certainly excited about uh, you know even myself. I'm not, I'm not vegan. Um, I mean, I tried it for two years, and I used to always equate it to you know, hey, right. you drive a Volkswagen your whole life, you've got the manuals, you got the tools, and then you you upgrade and you get yourself a Ferrari, and you're like, well, wait a minute. None of my tools work. I need all new tools and all new books. And it's like, dang, yeah. that's, what, that's what eating vegan is like. You go yeah. from, a, from a carnivore to purely plant and nothing in your pantry is workable. So yeah. True. You, know, you have to restructure. But uh, but we're excited about this year. I, I really am. I really feel like we've got some some good movement. And uh, and that'll all be reflected on the website as well as we as we have our milestones. So. Awesome. Amazing. Well, everybody go check them out and follow them. And thank you. This has been a great interview. Appreciate it. This was fun. Awesome. Never done this before. Cool. Thanks so much. And everybody, make sure you guys go over and join our Compassion Kingdom. Once a month, we go out and uh, do stuff for the homeless or or raise money for other causes and stuff. Last month, we did 500 jackets for the homeless. Most of you guys know we have a large global community does that. I've been doing that for over seven years. So go over and join us at our Compassion Kingdom. Thank you guys for watching. And again, thank you so much, Sean. Appreciate it. Thanks.